0: morning. We are in Proverbs chapter 3 and we're going to be covering verses 13 through 26 this morning. Proverbs chapter 3 starts with, in the heart of a father speaking to his son, my son. So put yourself as if your father, heavenly father is speaking to you and giving you this wisdom that you are to live, live life by. So far, God has instructed us a few things. He's told us a few things in chapter three of Proverbs. One, trust in him with all of our hearts. Trust in him with all of our hearts. Two, not to be wise in our own eyes. Not to be wise in our own eyes. Three, honor him from our wealth. Four, don't despise the Lord's discipline. And today's message and today's exhortation from scripture is that wisdom brings happiness. Wisdom brings happiness. So if you're able to stand, please stand for for reading of God's word in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 through 26. Happy is a man who finds wisdom and who acquires understanding. For she is more profitable than silver and her revenue is better than gold. She is more precious than jewels. Nothing you desire can equal her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left, riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant and her paths peaceful. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her and to those who hold on to her are happy. The Lord founded the earth by wisdom and established the heavens by understanding. By his knowledge, the watery depths broke open and the clouds dripped with dew. Maintain sound wisdom and discretion, my son. Don't lose sight of them. They will be life for you and and adornment for your neck. Then you will go safely on your way. Your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. You will lie down and your sleep will be pleasant. Don't fear sudden Mm -hmm. danger or the ruin of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from snare. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would speak to us this morning, Lord, as your church, that you would uh, give us that exhortation, Lord, that we would seek wisdom, Lord, that we would pursue wisdom, Lord, that we would desire it, Lord, above all things, Lord, and ultimately Christ is wisdom, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that we would be able to uh, understand today, you would speak to us, Lord, and... And we will come out of here blessed, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Seeking wisdom. The problem of choice. Too many choices, a problem that can paralyze. Have you ever been confronted with that? What am I gonna watch on TV today? So many choices, right? Yeah. What am I gonna eat? I can eat you know something healthy or something not so healthy, right? I could cook or I could go out, you know, fast food restaurant, McDonald's, right? Uh, but we live in a time today where we have so much choices on our phone what app do we want to be we want to be on facebook instagram twitter snapchat TikTok? what do you want to be on there's so many options right things to spend time on and do things culture though says there is not such a thing as too many options that's what culture tells you the world tells you there's so just the world is there's so much to do you do whatever you want there's there's not enough choices Psychologists and economics conclude that an overload of options may actually paralyze people to push them into decisions that are against their own best interests. So much options that you're paralyzed. like, wow, oh, what do I pick? Where do I go? What do I do? You know, you're just kind of stuck. You're like, I don't know where to do or where to move. Or you might be wondering, did I make the right choice? Could I have done better? You ever been in that situation? You're like, could I have done better? Did I choose the right thing? Like, especially going to school, right? What career are you going to do? Did I choose the right career path? Or am I doing the right thing? Every choice is a fork in the road that sets a course of our lives and some choices we can never come back from. They shape how we... She, they shape how we see things, how our mind sees things. They decide what we do with our time. They affect our relationships. They model our souls. They define who we are. Decisions that you make are a part of who you are. At one point in your life, obviously we know that Christ saved you and brought you to Himself. But you being a Christian is a should be a big thing in your life. Should be the Highest, the most important thing in your life. To shape every decision that you do, right? Hey, but do we sometimes live as a Christian just on one day, on Sunday in the morning, and then Monday through Saturday we live as if we're not even Christians. And with your neighbors, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, with people around you know that you're a Christian by the way you live your life? Something to examine ourselves, no? To see, do the people around us know that we're believers, that we're outspokenly about our faith and we live it. We don't just talk about it but we live it in our lives. Question, how do we navigate in a world that is overloaded with choices? How do we navigate in a world that is overloaded with choices? Answer, Solomon instructs with, search diligently for wisdom. Search diligently for wisdom. Wisdom is to is the combination of two factors. Wisdom is the combination of two factors. What insight? You guys heard? what is insight? Insight is to focus instead of seeing blurry to see things. To to uh when you see one thing instead of where you see 20 things, right? Insight is when you see one thing, you're not seeing 20 things. You're insight, you're you're seeing that one thing, you know, specifically. Foresight, what's foresight? The ability to rightly determine outcomes That's going to happen, so I saw it. I foresaw it. And so you kind of, you're, you're, you know what's going to happen. So the definition of wisdom is, wisdom is the application of knowledge. You can know all kinds of things, but if you don't apply it, you're not wise. You're just a fool. You're just like a dictionary. You have all this information, but you don't know how to live it and apply it to daily life. So what's Proverbs' point? God made the world, and if you choose to live outside of his design, you will be what? Because a lot of people in this world are living outside of God's design. You will be foolish, which is you won't flourish. You will be foolish, you will not flourish. You will be frustrated, self-defeating. You'll be like, what is this life all about? Have you ever met anybody who's like has everything, but yet their life is so unfulfilled? They're... They're miserable because everything isn't about money, isn't about being somewhere in life, about achievements and stuff like that. You were made to know God. You're made to have a relationship with God as your maker, as your creator, as your father. The main point, God's desire that you will be wise and happy. God wants you to be wise and he wants you to be happy the two together and you can't truly have one without the other you can't be happy and be foolish you have to have have them both together does that make sense that's why Solomon says in Proverbs 3.13 let's read 3.13 happy is a man who finds wisdom and who acquires understanding happy is a man who finds he finds it Blessed is the one. Some translations say blessed. Blessed, happy is the same thing. Solomon proceeds to paint a beauty picture of wisdom by referring to wisdom as a woman. And we see it in verses 14 through 17. Eleven female references are mentioned by Solomon here. Application, listen to your mama. Listen to your mom. It's a good advice, right? If you have, you know, your mom gives you advice, they tell you because they love you, they want you to do the right thing. But no, it's not. It's just a joke, you guys. (laughs) She is valuable, precious, incomparable, life giving, wealthy, pleasant, peaceful, flourishes, blesses, gives happiness. That is how he's describing it. Is that the life you want? Ask yourself is that the life you want? Then seek wisdom. Seek wisdom. is the one who seeks wisdom. Blessed is the one who seeks wisdom. Amen? Amen. Blessed and happy comes from assured, to go straight, to go on, to advance. In a world of infinite choices, wisdom is the guide that sets your path straight. Amen? Amen? Point number two, laying hold of wisdom every happening great or small is a parable whereby god speaks to us and the art of life is to get the message to get the message you guys so wisdom is getting the message sometimes we come to church sometimes we listen to sermons and preachings and teachings and we it comes from one year it goes out the other we don't get anything right but we want to get the message. Many times we just don't get the message. We don't trust in the Lord. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5. We lean on our own understanding. Proverbs 3 chapter 5. We don't acknowledge that it is God who has made our path straight. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 6. And this is all we heard this from Pastor Gerardo last week. We are wise in our own eyes. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 6. Seven. We fear man more than God, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 7. We turn to evil instead of turning to God, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 7. We honor ourselves with our wealth, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. We despise the Lord's disciplines, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 11. And what's the worst of all? When he does discipline us, we accuse him for not loving us. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 12. We simply don't get the message, right? At times, and it's okay. We're sinners. We mess up. We sometimes, you know, don't get it. It's okay. We can repent, repent, you know, and, and change. We are foolish. Because we're foolish, we become frustrated. Has anyone here been frustrated before? Foolishness is bound up in my heart. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs 22. Verse 15. And if you're there, say amen. Amen. (coughs) Foolishness is bound to the heart of a youth. A rod of discipline will separate it from him. Hmm. So in the heart, volition is found in the heart. Number one question that we get or that I've gotten, or that any of us has ever asked himself. I mean, I've asked myself this all the time, right? And I'm sure you have too. What is the Lord's will? Have you ever asked yourself that question? What is the Lord's will? All of us, number one question. Don't be quick to do what you want. Don't be quick to do what you want. Christians should have a healthy distrust of self. I'm foolish. You know, you should be able to see. I don't think I'm going to get it right. I don't think I'm going to do it right. Christians submit themselves. Submit yourself to what? What do you submit yourself? To God's word. Amen? Amen. Submit yourself to God's word. To daily prayer. Seek the Lord through prayer. It's okay not to know what to say. The point is that to sit silently before the Lord and to ask him to search your heart. Ask him, search my heart, Lord. There is a multitude of godly counsel. Be around other believers who can give you good advice, solid scripture advice through the Bible, through God's word. And number five, do it. Trusting Jesus with the outcome. Sometimes we've got to step out of faith and just do things, right? And trusting that Jesus will ultimately lead us. If all these things line up, then move forward with confidence. Confidence with faith. Amen? The world tells us trust yourself. Doesn't the world say trust yourself? Trust your heart. Trust what you want. But the gospel says trust in Jesus. Amen? So wisdom is found in having a healthy distrust of self and a profound trust in Jesus. Amen? Amen. So, my last point is wisdom laying a hold of us. Wisdom laying a hold of us. Why is that? Because Christians understand that wisdom is not merely a set of axioms to put into motion, but a person to be followed. Amen? Amen? Let's go to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, verse 42. It says, The queen of the south will rise up at judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, something greater than Solomon is here. Something greater than Solomon (laughs) is here. For the Jews, Solomon was the source of wisdom. Jesus is saying that he is greater. Amen? Amen. I am the source of Solomon's wisdom. In essence, when Solomon asked for wisdom, he was asking Jesus. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Verses 20, verse 24. Chapter 1, verse 24. It says, Yet to those who are called, both Jews and Greek, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. There you see it. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Let's go back to Solomon to make this point clear. Proverbs 3.18. Let's go back to verse 18 of chapter 3. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her and to those who hold on to her are happy. She is a tree of life. Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 3 verse 24 says, if you guys want to go to Genesis chapter 3 verse 24. It says he, which is God, drove out the man. And at the east of the Garden of Eden, he placed a carabine and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. The tree of life. If we read in Revelation 22 verse 14, blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. So the tree of life. It's very important here that's something that we want something that we will have in, in heaven um, it was there in the beginning and it will be there at the end and it says in Proverbs eighteen, she is a tree of life for those who lay hold of her She, those who hold her, her fast are called blessed or are happy so how do I want to close this what do we do with our foolishness and our frustration what do we do with our foolishness and our frustration We have hurt others, ourselves, and dishonored God. Who? We go to the tree of life. Who is the tree of life, you guys, to wash our robes? Who is the ultimate tree of life? Jesus, right? Amen? Wisdom is not a merely list of directions and rules to be followed, but a person to be adored. Amen? Jesus, who called you to follow him. He calls you to follow him the beauty of the gospel says life at its core isn't about you striving to lay hold of wisdom but that with the wisdom of God the Lord Jesus Christ has laid a hold of you amen Amen. and because you are held and secured in his arms wisdom's arms you you can live life lived by the wisdom and for his glory amen Amen. let's go to Galatians chapter 2 and we'll end there. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen? Yes. Actually, I'll end with Revelation 22, verse 14. Let's go there and we'll end today's message there. About Wisdom brings happiness. Revelation 22, verse 14. Because Jesus is the ultimate tree of life. Blessed are those who wash their robes, wash your robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life there we go see it again the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates so let's if whatever it is we're living foolishly frustrated let's repent today let's turn away from that let's ask God for wisdom let's live a happy life let's live a blessed life amen let's go to the Lord in prayer Heavenly Father, we ask, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to live a life, Lord, of wisdom, Lord, a life that we honor you, Lord, that we live for you, Lord, that we repent of our foolishness, repent of our frustration, repent of our disobedience, repent of our not going to your word, of listening to the culture of the world and their advice, and there's so many options, and what we want to have, Lord, that isn't your will, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would... Just help us, Lord, to go to your scripture, Lord, for wisdom, Lord. And ultimately, Christ is the true wisdom, is the tree of life. And he has laid a hold of our lives, Lord. So let us live according, Lord, to following you as your disciple, as your son, as your daughter, Lord. Living, Lord, a life that glorifies you, Lord. And the little things that we do in our lives and the big things that we do, Lord. So be with us, Lord, this day. And we pray all this in your son, Jesus' precious and mighty name. Amen.